Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We are moving into 2023. <laughs> I love this conversation. It's a lot about your unique genius. It's a lot about how we can really... Um, really dive into what it is that we're called to do. I'm hearing so many people say, I want to be part of the change, or I want to create change in the world, or I want to serve in some way, but I don't know how, and I don't know what the next step is. And this conversation hopefully gives some of those next steps, gives us ways that we can really explore and tap into and keep uncovering more and more and more and more and more and more of our own unique gifts, our own unique genius. Yeah. Something else that I would love to offer you around stepping into your unique genius is a free week of mystery school. Yeah. We have a brand new mystery school and I would love to open the doors and invite you to come in and journey with us for the first week completely free, no obligation, no sign up stuff. You just need to put your email in so I can send you the workshops. That's it. Um, really and truly, I love doing these things. I love being able to share hours and hours and hours of rewilding workshops and practices, especially at this level, especially our mystery school level. Um, I don't know what's going to come this first week. I start filming and creating those spaces in that workshop, that first workshop tomorrow, actually. Uh, so probably like the day that this gets released is the day that the first workshop comes out. So it is a brand new program. To me, it feels like we're really pushing into new sacred technology. Like what is possible in this moment in time? To me, this mystery school really honors the energetics that we're moving into and that are maybe are on offer, that what is possible for us to step into um, and what it is that we could open to and awaken to as human beings at this moment in time, it is so new. It is really, really new. Um, and I would love, I would love to open the doors to you. I would love to be with you for an entire week of Mystery School. We start January 4th, but you can sign up until January 4th. Did I say 4th? We start January 1st, but you can sign up until January 4th. Um, we'll put the link in the description below. It's also on sabrinalynn.com. It's in our Facebook group. It's all over the place. Um, typically, there's about 10,000 people who journey through this first week of Mystery School when we've held a Mystery School in the past. That's been about um, the number. So it'll be everywhere. Um, but just come find us, sign up, uh, so then we can get you all the workshops. Show up to the lives. There's going to be lives happening in the Facebook group. Lots of interaction, lots of like pop-up bonus, random things happening in the Facebook group. This first week of January is big for us um, and we're really going for it. The team and I have kind of been preparing for this oh, since October. <laughs> so months and months and months and months. And we're excited that it's finally here and I'm really excited to be able to offer this to you. So again, link is in the description below. I hope to see you there. All right, without further ado, enjoy this episode. The astrological energies of 2023. Quick themes. We've got creative renaissance. Another theme that we've got coming up is power dynamics shifting. I'll dive into that a little bit deeper. Value systems changing. Ah, I know that's going to be an interesting one. 
We've got dissolving of boundaries and barriers and limitations. We've got a beautiful launch energy the first five months of the year, like launch, it's go time um, to launch something new, to, uh, to create something new, to get something off of the ground. We've then got some support coming in kind of the second half of the year to really create sustainability. So let's say we launch something and then we can really work to create foundations that are sustainable and that are stable for the long term. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I think both is the case, we're still in this letting go of old ways, old systems, old traditions, old structures, and bringing in new, new technologies, um, new ways of doing things, uh, ways that more match the consciousness level that we're living at today. Uh, let me see what else do we have. We've got another big theme happening in the second half of the year where our focus will go on, this is interesting, our focus will go on self. There will be this dynamic between self versus other. This, this We're on that access point. The nodes of fate move in July. They move to be in Aries and Libra. Aries is self. Libra is relationship dynamics. So that's going to be an interesting, and that'll stay for 18 months. And the, the second eclipse of the year happening in October will really light that up. Um, we've got Pluto squaring the nodes on an eclipse. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's going to be a big one. I'm going to talk about that. That's like a hot zone to look out for. We've got a Venus going retrograde. That's like her... 40 days and 40 nights of darkness, right? I love Venus retrogrades. I think we get to, retrogrades are very much about revise, revisit, um, reassess, rewire all of the rewords, but around our values, around what it is that we love, our passions. Uh, and it's a time to go deeper. It's, some, it's oftentimes a time to go inward and to go deeper to reassess like, what is true for me now? I love that. That's happening in July. Um, okay, so those are just kind of quick overview of the themes that I want to, some of the themes, there are more that I want to go into. I'll go into a little bit more of the detail in this conversation. Uh, maybe take notes, maybe pause when you need to, maybe write yourself like, this really resonates, um, must journal on this. And we'll see what happens. Sometimes there's reflective questions that I share. Sometimes there's embodiment practices that come about in these conversations. Uh, who knows what we're going to get into, but um, I would love, my aim is to give you the greatest thing that I can um, for a conversation around the 2023 astrological energy. I'd love to start by talking about January 1st. So when you look at the date that you're marking something with, which is the year of 2023, and we mark it, we've decided to make our calendar, which makes zero sense to me, but that's okay, on January 1st. And so you mark that date, and you look at that particular astrological chart for that day, and you say, what are the themes here? It's interesting because Pluto is conjunct Venus on January 1st. Yeah, that's that's 
kind of those Pluto Venus themes that I just mentioned before. Venus, love, desire, the feminine within us. She's considered Aphrodite, goddess of love and beauty, pleasure, conjunct. So dancing with right next to on top of Pluto, god of the underworld. (laughs) This conjunction, I oftentimes will talk about it where it illuminates our deeper, more unconscious pleasures, our deeper, more unconscious desires, wants, needs, the things that will really bring us fulfillment, sometimes the ones that we don't want to admit to. Yeah, that's January 1st. Happy New Year. (laughs) Um, There's also this interesting thing that I feel with this new year in that... um, We've got a Mercury retrograde happening on January 1st, and Mars is still retrograde. So that makes it a bit interesting, right? Those are the two personal planets that are going inward. So with a Mercury retrograde, that's the mind. That's a big... Many of us identify, some of us very much over-identify, with our minds and the mental realm. But that's a big portion of our experience as human beings is through the mind. And Mercury represents the mind. And so if the mind is going, remember, retrograde, it's all the R words. Revise, revisit, renew, rejuvenate, and it's in Capricorn. It's in Capricorn. Now, there's been an enormous amount of energy that's been in Capricorn for the last couple of years. Energy that we're shifting out of in 2023. I know. So Saturn's making a move. Saturn's very linked to Capricorn. He's been in his home sign. He has two home signs. One is Capricorn, one is Aquarius. He's been in his home sign for for those five years, for two cycles, right? Two signs, he's in his home sign. So it's very, very Capricornian, right? So just feel into that very Capricornian, and I'll talk about Capricorn energy in a moment, but he's shifting out in March. Also, Pluto, this is the biggest transit of the year is Pluto shifting out of Capricorn and into Aquarius. Now, Pluto's been there for, I think it's been 15 years. He's been in Capricorn. So what does this mean? Like, what, what, great, Sabrina, why are you talking about retrograde Mercury? It's that we get to, during this New Year's and until Mercury comes out of retrograde and out of the shadow, which I don't need to go into those details. You can kind of Google that if you need to, but just know that January, we're going to be able to get insights that are not just from this moment in time. They're actually from the last couple of years. Yeah. So if you've been feeling like, what the fuck has 2020, 2021, 2022 been about for me? This is an amazing time for insights to come. And I would suggest or recommend or invite you to find the space to do that, right? Whether that's to journal every day for the month of January and just open the door like, what's here? Whether it's to keep a dream journal and pay attention to your dreams because sometimes it can be coming up very much from the subconscious. Um, Or it's to maybe take a class or take a workshop or join a circle, join a group like our Bones membership group, right? Like we're always riding the energy of the moment and opening up to daily practices and holding a space where we really stay close to this. But feel into what might support you when it comes to... um, 
creating the space to allow insights to arise and they will be big. They can be very, very profound. And so the other key here, I would say, is to not sweep them under the carpet, to really um, allow them to bubble up and then take action on them. Yeah. It's also going to be a time of big action. So yeah, I'm saying that let these insights and let the wisdom and the gifts of the last couple of years come because Mercury's going to, he's the messenger of the gods. He's going to deliver the wisdom from Capricorn. Capricorn is very, very wise. On the high side, Capricorn is uh, uh, like Gandalf, right? Like wise old wizard, right? Um, Yoda, Mr. Miyagi, that, that's, that's Capricorn energy on the high side. <laughs> the part that we don't like about Capricorn is it's often like karmic taskmaster, you know, of just like, no, nah, it's not your time yet, young grasshopper. You must learn the lesson again. That, 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 and we, we, we don't like that, right? It's constantly like wax on, wax off, keep going. Uh, but what we get to see is like, here's what you've been preparing for. This is amazing. Here's what you've been preparing for over the last couple of years. And you may have had no idea. You may have had no idea what all of this has prepared you for or is preparing you for. Now is an amazing time to keep that door open for it because Mercury is the archetypal energy who can translate the language of all the archetypes, can translate the language of Capricorn, translate the language of right Saturn, of Pluto, of Venus, of all of them. He can speak all the languages and he's deep diving into this Capricorn territory which has been what 2020, 2021, and 2022 have been about. This is so beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, we'll talk about Mars retrograde in a moment, but that's the other one that's doing a revise, revisit, rewire, <laughs> all of the rewords again. We'll talk about that. That's the warrior. So that's the warrior within, and that's how we kick off this year. January is still the warrior is getting an upgrade and can really be getting an upgrade if we give it the space and we give it the right tools and the right practices, right? So that our warrior becomes not a warrior of the ego, but more a warrior of the heart, a warrior of the sacred, a warrior who is aligned in the highest good of the infinite, all of everything, right? And you can feel about this, this on a personal level, like, do you wanna go to battle for, <laughs> um, your little self, your false self, your egoical self, or do you want to go to battle for your high self, your true self, right? That's, that's part of what's happening and what's taking place with this Mars retrograde. Uh, okay, so we talked about those things. I would love to talk about what this launch energy is. So I mentioned this launch energy the first couple of months of the year. That's Jupiter and Aries, yeah, Jupiter's already in Aries, happened in December of 2022. Jupiter's in Aries and is literally, Aries is pioneer. Um, let's rocket launch into uh, the new. Let's push the boundaries. So, so you want to feel into what is it that you want to start in your life? What are the, I don't like saying seeds planted. Let me have a seed here for a second. We might be here for a little while. Might have to have a cup of sip of tea. Um, so if we feel into 
This is interesting because typically Jupiter will stay in a sign for about a year. Jupiter's only in Aries for five months from like January to May, like end of December to May. That's it. And so it's this fast and furious feel into this and feel into this in your life of what is fast, where could you um, channel this energy, this beautiful Jupiter, Jupiter's benevolent. It's like a grace bomb. It's like the wind is at your back, the sun is shining on your face, and it's just like, oh, this is what you would like to manifest? Great. Oh, this is what you would like to launch and get off of the ground? Great. This is what you would like to change in your life? Great. So you can feel into that, and you can look also on your birth chart. Where is, what's in Aries for you? What house is that? This is going to be really, really beautiful and something that can bring some insights or just reflect on it, right? We've got a free masterclass. You can go sign up for that. Link will be down below and it'll show you how to run a free birth chart and how you can find out where is Aries, what's in Aries, what will be affected by this particular transit. But you want to feel and just feel into it for yourself. So for me, I love meditating on it. Yeah, my birth chart, I think it's great. Like, I, I love it and it will give me insights, but really and truly, I like to go within and go, okay, um, where is it that I'm really feeling launch energy? You know, like, I and, and don't think launch as in business or project only. It's launch a family, launch a new relationship, launch myself love launch it can it can be all the different aspects launch my health into a new level so you really want to feel into like where is this energy wanting to channel into your life and here's the tricky thing <laughs> um, our wisdom self is what channels that energy it's our high self like our high self spirit is what's making that decision not our egoical self, right? So my little self, my little Sabrina, doesn't get to go, oh, I feel it's channeling that energy into a mansion on the water, right? That's not, that's, that's just not, that's not how, <laughs> ah! I won't go deep into that, but um, what you wanna do is you wanna feel into the wiser part of self. And if you're wondering how to do that, we did that in the last new moon video. Was it a new moon or was it a full moon? I think it was a new moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last moon on December 23rd. Um, you can go back and look at that for that particular practice. Just go look at the timestamps. You'll see when to do the practice of like wise self. It's, it's, it's powerful. Anyways, let's move on. Um, okay, so that's this five months in Aries. So for me, it's... Um, Actually, I don't even know what the example would be. It's something I'd have to reflect on, like really and truly, like what is it in my life that is going to be launched into the new? Um, Aries is also like pioneering a new way. It's also very much about self-expression. Yeah, that's Aries, right? So Pluto is supporting that. To me, this supports that creative renaissance. There's another video, if you haven't seen that one, I would suggest watching that one. Love that video. It talks about the creative renaissance of 2023. It's another conversation around the energies that's coming in 2023 for the astrology. So that's another thing that you can look at. We'll put the links up here and down below. Just look for creative renaissance. But um, that's asking us to really step into our unique genius. Two things I'm seeing really pushing this stepping into our unique genius. One is this 
um, Jupiter and Aries for the first five months. And two is Pluto shifting into Aquarius. And that happens in March. He will go retrograde back and then will come back and stay for good into Aquarius. But this is huge. This is the biggest shift of the year is Pluto. I would say if there's one planet like 2022, the planet that I would say was the loudest was Uranus. If I were to pick a planet for 2023 that's the loudest to watch the transits, it's Pluto. He is going to do some wild stuff in 2023. But remember, Pluto is the slowest moving planet. So it's not going to be like, and it's also not like Uranus where it's like, whoosh, like radical, rapid, expect the unexpected, shocking sort of things. Nah, Pluto is like death and rebirth, right? And I'm going to go real deep and I'm going to create lasting change. That's Pluto's gift. And so that's part of what's happening in 2023, right? He's squaring the nodes during that eclipse that happens in April, May. End of April is one of the eclipses and then May is another eclipse that will also, interestingly enough, be the last eclipse that happens on the Scorpio-Taurus axis. Yep. So the nodes of fate, they are um, they are just that. <laughs> they are fated parts of the chart. Um, North node is where we're headed. South node is where we came from. They're very destined, very fated. And so there will be a focus on an, an, an intense focus because this is the last of the eclipses on this um, Scorpio-Taurus axis. Taurus north node where we're headed to, Scorpio south node where we came from. But what does that point to with a Pluto square? So let's feel into this for a moment. This is, this is gonna be a tricky time period. So write this down, it's tricky time, end of April, beginning of May. Eclipse seasons are always tricky times but especially when we have a south node in Scorpio. Scorpio is the underworld. It's the hidden. It's uh, past, li past life territory. It's where we came from. It's the karma in our backpack. It's, it's deep. It's intense. It's beautiful territory, very fruitful territory to work in, but we have Pluto squaring it. That's insane to me. I love it. Um, I will probably run a workshop during that time or a retreat because the things that we can excavate in ourselves, the things that we can access are things that we normally can't. They're things that are too deeply buried in our psyche, in the unconscious that we can't access. So that will bring those things to the surface, but that can make mundane life. It can make relationships tough. It can make working things tough, right? But if we work with it consciously, Oh man, like the gifts that are there are going to be crazy beautiful. Okay, so then that, um, that Pluto square. So we're talking about this Pluto. I'll talk a little bit more about those axes shifting, those nodes of fate, they then shift. So that's the last of the eclipses that happen on that axis point. And then they shift in July into... Um, uh, la la la, Aries and Libra. This brings about relationship focus. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of relationship stuff coming up in July. So just think middle of July through September, relationship 
interestingness, <laughs> we'll say. Um, and I'll talk about that. That's the Venus retrograde. It's also when the nodes shift. So the nodes will shift their axis, right? And so that's like destined point, true north. It's where our focus shifts. We have destiny in all areas, right? All areas are destined. All things are karmic. But it's just where are we then aiming our consciousness? Where are we pouring some of our energy, pouring some of our life force um, to make changes in that area or to evolve in that area, to kind of move up the evolutionary, to go further and further toward the true north in this area of life? And that's the area of Aries. That's creative renaissance. So again, this is more about owning our unique genius because the North Node will be in Aries, which is self. It's self-expression. This is so much about really stepping into our genius. So if there was the planet to watch is Pluto, if there was a theme for the year of 2023, the most important thing that I could say for us all to do is to own our unique genius. Own it. Find it, uncover it, develop it, dive into it, spend your time with it because it is the thing that we are all being asked to bring to the planet at this time. It is the thing that's going to make all the stuff that breaks our hearts, right? All the things that break our hearts, the inequality, things that break our hearts, the state of the planet, the state of the air, the water, the animals, all of the things, state of humanity, all the things that break your heart. Just think about what breaks your heart. You read the news and you just go, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Maybe it's the state of politics for you, right? Maybe it's just how we treat each other on social media, right? Whatever it is, the thing that is the answer in the current energetics is each of us stepping into our unique genius. Isn't that that beautiful? Like that's all we got to do. That's all we need to do. Because what I'm meant to bring into the world is different to what you're meant to bring into the world is different to what the next person is meant to bring into the world. And it's that that's going to take us all as a tribe, as a collective, beautiful, unified tribe of humans to the next level. This is the age of Aquarius. This is Pluto shifting into Aquarius. And we have all of these beautiful supports supporting that, right? The shift of the nodes that's happening. Um, Jupiter being in Aries just a, for five months. I mean, he's flying through Aries. To me, that just adds like extra potency, like get it done, right? And so something that you might want to reflect on is what is your creative genius that wants to get off the ground like what is that thing and when you feel into creative genius you feel into um fuck like that thing that you just have to do like i just i i i this is just what i i would do this here this is a really great way of feeling into this i would do this for free i would i would do this is what i would do for free i would do this for no money If my needs were met, right, my needs were met, this is what I would do for free because it would light me up. This is what lights me up. Follow your bliss. This is the thing that I can't not do. This is like I must do this. This is what gives me life. It gives me sustenance. This is what just makes me feel so fucking alive. I can barely stand it. That That is the thing to focus on this year with Pluto moving in to Aquarius, right? That's like own your uniqueness. That's Aquarian. Own it. And it might be new, right? Aquarius is also new. It's also for the good of the all. 
that's Aquarian, is that you owning your unique genius, it is the thing that serves. I know so many people who have come to me in many of our different circles and different spaces saying, I've got this call to serve and I don't know how to do it. I, I'm really called, that's the age of Aquarius. It's knocking on the door and we're feeling it. We're feeling it like things need to change and I'm called to serve. Now don't, you know, we don't have to take it as like martyrdom, right? It's not, I'm called to self-sacrifice. It's not that. It's, I'm actually just, I'm called to make change in the world. I'm called to be a part of the change. Maybe those are better words. I'm called to be a part of the change. And that's, that's this energetics. But, but here's the thing. We get hung up on that sometimes. And here's one of the keys to it is I'm called to be part of the change. <laughs> and all I have to do is just follow my bliss. That's it. I just, I just have to follow my bliss. And, and here's something else. I was talking about this to a friend that's really helpful in this new way. Like we're stepping into a new way, a new way of creating, a new way of manifesting, a new way of being in relationships. And we're, we're, we're pushing the edges, right? It's a new way of identifying as humans, a new way of our nervous systems being wired, a new way, new ways of communicating, new ways. It's, and it's fast and furious, right? Technology is doing wild stuff at a rapid pace. And our inner technology is doing the same thing. Yeah, isn't that wild? As within, so without. But we don't like to consider like, you're going to hate me for this, potentially, but I'm going to say it anyways. AI, as within, so without. Like, oh, artificial intelligence. Like, it was like when the internet came online, we also got an in, inner net that kind of wired in. As within, so without. As above, so below. We love that. We love that, but we only love that for certain things. Like we love it when it's like the tree of life and the roots are deep and the branches are high. And we're like, oh yeah, I can relate to that. And then you're like, yeah, okay, except all of this technology that's out there and that we don't like, that's also in some way mirroring our shifted nervous system. Look at the younger generations. They don't fight it like us oldies, right? They don't fight it. They've come in with the wiring. They, they have the wiring. They have the wiring of gender doesn't fucking matter, right? They, 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 they have these different wirings. They have the wiring um, to be much more empathic, intuitive, to be much more psychic, which is kind of what the internet brought in, into place, right? And I don't need to go into all of this, but this is just in just something to get you to think and to feel into what's true for you, right? And if none of this resonates, just chuck it in the fucking bucket. I, I, like, I so respect that, right? If you're just like, Sabrina, I love what you say. Sometimes, not this one. I, I totally get it. I, to I totally get it. But just really feel into as within, so without, as above, so below. And I'm not saying that you're becoming an AI. That's not what I'm saying in any way, shape, or form. But to maybe just reflect on, okay, as these new technologies, this is how it shows up for me, as these new technologies are showing up externally, what are the new technologies showing up internally? Because I have capacities now that I never had. I never had. But I'm sometimes only able to switch them on or to become conscious of them if I'm not fighting them. 
if I'm not denying them, if I'm not fighting or fearful of them, it's like, oh, I'm really stinking psychic. And that's a, that was a little bit scary at the start. Like, I don't really want to feel all of this or like hear people's thoughts all of the time. This is a lot. Yeah, and I'm just giving you a random example, but you kind of feel for you. And here's another question for this year. As we move into 2023 and as 2023 goes on, what gifts am I denying? Right? As we start to step into our unique genius, right? As Pluto starts to go into Aquarius, as Saturn far out, this is going to be a wild trippy ride for some of us, right? Saturn for the last five years has been in a home sign, either Capricorn or Aquarius, home sign, Saturn, boundaries, me versus them. You can probably think about a few examples in our society where it's been us and them, right? I can think about a lot right here in America, us and them, right and left. <laughs> da, 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 da. Us and them, us and them, right? Boundaries, strong boundaries. Guess what? This is so good. This is going to be so good, but it's going to throw some of us for a loop for sure. Saturn is moving into Pisces. What is Pisces? No boundaries. There is no us. There is no them. There is we are one. <laughs> this is going to be trippy. And I am crazy excited to see how this unfolds and manifests. There's, of course, a wisdom side to this and, of course, a non-wisdom side to this, right? Um, it's not about all loss of self. Oh my gosh, yeah, so great. Get Capricorn and Pisces. Let's really mess with us versus them dynamics. It's not that. Like, there's dangers in Pisces, right? There's, there's, there's dangers in all, like, there's a high side and a low side in all of the signs. But the high side of this is our compassion shifting and our kindness and, whoa, why would I treat someone in a way that I, I would not want to be treated, right? Like, do unto others. This is something my father used to say to me. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, right? And it's, it's like, I would never treat you badly because I am actually treating myself badly when I treat you badly. All right, that's Capricorn and Pisces. <laughs> this is going to be wild. That's happening in March. So March is going to be a tricky time. March will be a tricky time, transition time. Um, yes, there's still like the launch energy of Jupiter and Aries. So yes, we've still got that going on. But March is when Pluto changes signs and Saturn changes signs. So it's that's that's transitory. So you just and I know transitions for me are like right? They, they're sometimes rough. And so you can kind of feel into that and maybe plan around it, maybe not. And then April 20th is that eclipse with Pluto squaring uh, the, the nodes. That's, that's full on and that's that last eclipse um, season. So it'll be, I think it's April 20th and then May 5th, I believe. Uh, I wonder if I have that in my notes. I don't think I do. Um, around May 5th will be when... Um, that final access point of Scorpio Taurus. And so that's the unconscious dredging up more of the unconscious in, in Scorpio. It's also to do with money. Um, the Scorpio Taurus axis has a lot to do with money. Taurus is a lot about 
um, the physical world, uh, like real tangible physical world things. And so just kind of feeling, um, feeling into that. Uh, let me feel um, for where, where else we can take this wild and wonderful and beautiful conversation um, that might serve. Um, let's talk a little bit about Venus. Uh, this in July, Venus going retrograde. Also, the start of the year, remember, is Venus conjunct Pluto. Um, Venus, uh, Aphrodite, um, relationships. Yeah, this is how we'll do this. We'll talk about Venus and we'll talk about... Um, we'll talk about the nodes of fate shifting into that Aries-Libra uh, axis. That feels like maybe the next little place that we'll, we'll dive into. Um, so in July, Venus is going to go retrograde in Leo. Uh, Leo is a bit of a sign about our unique creativity. It's a sign about children. It's a sign of um, unique expression. It's the sun is Leo. Uh, it's also the lion. So courage to be your creative expression of self. That's another beautiful way for us to lean into this creative renaissance and lean into our creative genius. And with Venus, it's our love, it's our feminine, it's our, she's creative, she has a lot of passion, she's the goddess of love and beauty and relationship, right? And desires. And so, if she's going retrograde in Leo, we really get to look at our unique creative expressions. Um, there's also this like childlike playfulness that can come with a Venus retrograding in Leo. So just kind of feel into that for the year. And then let's talk a little bit more about relationships. That can be a tricky time for relationships. So I'll also just say that when Venus goes retrograde, it's sometimes a time of really reviewing romantic relationships. And so that can be a tricky time. Then in July also is when those nodes shift and they shift into the access points of Aries and Libra. Libra being the sign that is the scales, right? It's harmony, balance, relationships, partnership. Aries being the sign of self. <laughs> and so that first eclipse will really highlight them. When they shift, some of us will really feel it when they shift in July, so that will add intensity to this. But then in the eclipses come October, um, those will be very, very lit up for the first time because that will be the first eclipse season happening um, on that access point. So it'll be interesting to really see this theme of our unique genius. How do we do that in relationship? Our unique genius, if our boundaries are dissolving because Capricorn is moving into Pisces, right? How do we, and, and sorry, Saturn's moving into Pisces and Saturn, you know, moving into a very mystical sign, a very spiritual sign. So Capricorn is our grounded. That's like the mountain goat gets up the mount, right? The taskmaster, the, um, the, the father time, Lord of, Lord of karma, right? And Mr. Miyagi is moving into the spiritual sign. That's pretty beautiful. Uh, that's really beautiful. Um, I love that. Um, but 
And I see that as also supporting, um, back to the creative renaissance, supporting our unique geniuses, but supporting them from a place of soul, you know, like it, this is what lights up my soul. This isn't what lights up my little self. This is what lights up my true self. Uh, yeah. I feel like there is a lot of potential coming in 2023. Again, I'll just kind of give a quick recap. The planet to pay most attention to is Pluto. Planet after that to pay most attention to would be Saturn. Um, Planet after that, I would say Venus. Then let me feel into themes creative genius, your unique genius, like find what it is that lights you up. That is what will bring you so much fulfillment. Find what it is that lights you up and how you feel like you're um, being of service to something greater or you're plugged into something greater or it's something beyond you, like get beyond yourself. That's Aquarius age. We are moving that way. And the more we cling on um, to it being anything other than that, the more painful it will be, right? So just feeling into that as the theme. And then I'm going to say this, um, uncovering new ways of being in relationship. How can we be our full selves? Here's a big question for 2023. How can we be in our fullness, in our unique genius, expressing what we're meant to express, serving in the way that we're meant to serve, right? In our own creative renaissance and in relationship that supports and serves. So that might be relationship dynamics changing. And that's, to me, that's what those nodes are going to be about. Um, The nodes, which we'll be in for 18 months starting in July. We've got a year and a half of that, of just like, let's revise relationship, Let's take relationship to the next level so that it's supporting the fullness of ourselves, our souls, and it's less about these Capricornian structures, right? Like, um, you do this, I do that, we get married, so that da-da-da and da-da-da and da-da. Like, this institution of marriage is, is, is needing as many other institutions are, and we're still very much in that energy, um, of old institutions needing an upgrade, needing an upgrade. Um, All right, that's it for 2023. I want to invite you to something really quick. Free week of mystery school. Free week of mystery school, first week of January. Um, If you want to dive into energetics and do practices and kind of work in the cutting edge, this mystery school is a brand new mystery school. Um, It's being created in real time as we go through it. And the first week is open to anyone who's interested in journeying through it. It's three hours of workshops, hour of lectures, an hour and a half, three hours, I think, of live circle with me. Um, And it all happens the first week of January. So if you haven't signed up, um, check out the link below, check out up here. I'm sure there's a link up here and and join us for that journey. It's gonna be a really, going to be a big one. We're walking the dragon line and I won't say anything else other than that, but we're walking the dragon line. All right. uh, So much love to you and lots and lots of blessings for 2023.